Hey guys, and welcome back to the Modern Awakening Podcast with me, your host, Nate Turnbow. All right, let's get right into this one. I want to get across a pretty important point as bluntly as possible, and this episode will probably be relatively short. What we are talking about today is creating an intimate relationship with death. Do you remember how I started episode zero, if you listened to it? I told everyone to kill themselves. On a mental, imaginary plane, of course, but to imagine your life had really finally ended right where you sit at this very moment. And what comes to your mind when you think of this? Are you scared of death? Do you regret any moment you've lived? Are you happy with the life that you have lived? And did you reach your full potential? That was the entire point of that exercise or meditation. To analyze your life and see if you're really living the life that you should be. This is a philosophy and topic that I think we should be meditating on daily if you want to be a person who is effective in their personal development and really taking hold of your life and getting the most out of it. It's important that we as humans think about our relationships with death. Most of us think of death as an end of an era, end of a lifetime, old age type of thing. But that's not the case. Death in all reality is around every single corner. And not in a morbid type of way, but death can literally happen at any time and any place. If you want to get the most out of life, we need to get the most out of the present and the choices you're making right now in the present. The present is the only guarantee. What happens in 5 minutes or 5 hours or 5 weeks is undetermined. The only thing guaranteed is the present and the choices you are making currently. That's the only guarantee. I mean, for all we know, you could have a blood clot right now and drop dead. You could literally have any accident that's not your fault happen to you and you could die. That's why procrastination or thinking you'll get to your goals or ambitions later in life is a deadly mindset. You have to pursue them now. Work on yourself now. Take hold of your life now. Right any wrongs or regrets now. Not tomorrow, not when the circumstances seem better, not on Monday after the weekend, but now. Because now is the only guarantee. There's two things we all have in common. We are born and we die. Everything else in between is largely up to us. Seneca, who is perhaps my favorite philosopher on death, talks about this subject a lot throughout his works in this kind of way. Not exactly what he was known for, but this material on death and his philosophy is unmatched. If you don't know about Seneca, he was a Roman philosopher and politician who focused on the Stoic philosophy and was influenced by the Greek Stoic philosophers, and has become one of the most influential philosophers in history up there with those like Aristotle and Socrates. A lot of his work seems to be around the narrative of a lifetime rehearsal for death, so to speak. And not in a weird death fixation type of way, but in a way that forces us to come to a realization of the imminency of death in our life, and how to properly live so that we are not scared of this event. Now for the rest of this episode, I'm probably just going to be quoting Seneca passages and my interpretation of them into this topic. So, Seneca says, A whole lifetime is needed to learn how to live, and perhaps a whole lifetime is needed to learn how to die. See, Seneca's work really reflects the narrative that you must always be ready to die. You must live your life in a way that is so fulfilled and proper that at any moment you die, you are able to accept it readily. You aren't scared of dying because you know you've given your life all you can, and you won't leave with any type of regret. I don't think that many people are scared of the actual event, death, but instead of leaving work undone in their life and not being fulfilled in their life, work, and relationships. It's not that you haven't fulfilled your goals and ambitions in life, but it's the fact that you know you didn't give your all to fulfill those goals. Same thing goes with relationships, friendships, and personal desires. 
Don't wait to make sure that wrongs are righted and personal development limits are pushed and relationships and choices you've made are in the highest standing they can be. Make sure all these things are like this at all times so that you're prepared to die with a feeling of being fulfilled, regardless if the task was completed or not. We always want to complete our goals, of course, but we may not always get there. Personal fulfillment, effectiveness, and potential fulfillment to the highest degree is our main focus. Seneca says, he lives badly who does not know how to die well. And in order to know how to die well and honorably, just like I said, you have to know how to live each and every single day to the utmost potential. At that point, you don't regret the decisions you've made during death. Seneca talks about things that cause suffering in our life, and he says the two biggest things causing suffering in our lives is fearing the future and regretting the past. If we live each day to our full potential, there should be no reason to regret the past. If you go to sleep regretting something in that day, you have failed that day. And those days of feeling like you failed when you go to sleep, if you allow those to compound, that is your life. And in turn, you have failed your life. Seneca lives by a great philosophy, and that is that each day is essentially its own life. And this is because our days are, yes, individual days, but they compound to create our entire life. And if death has the ability to show up at any moment, we must therefore live each day as its own life, and ensure that each day is lived to a full potential. There's that saying that says, live each day like it's your last. That's what this is, and this is where that philosophy came from. That's not some hippie mumbo jumbo or whatever, but this is a real successful formula to living a potentially fulfilled, successful, and happy life unaffected by the delusions of modern society around you. Every day when you go to bed, if you lived that life, that day, to the best of your ability, and if you have no regret from that day, then that is a properly lived day or life. And not lying to yourself either, being honest that every choice you made was the best you could in all paradigms of your life and you pushed your personal growth limits and left no regrets in the decisions that you made and the standing you left in your relationships. And again, this isn't some hippie stuff. This isn't saying that just live life with no worries and no regrets and you know, whatever. No, we need to be effective as humans as well with a purpose and drive and ambitions and goals. We should ensure that every choice we make contributes in a positive way to our character and goals. There's a saying that says something along the lines that we are the sum of the choices we make. And those choices are either going to leave you with satisfaction when you look to the past, or regret when you look to the past, as well as fear when you look to the future, or positivity when you look to the future. That, however, is entirely up to you, and the choices that you make, which compound into your days, which compound into your life, which compound into your entire character. And if you are truly happy with your character, you would not be so fearful if death took you right now. A lot of ancient philosophers talk about living a wholesome, honorable life. And remember, that's in an age where people were killing their own family for power, where the narrative is essentially that they would rather be beggars and at peace with their own mind than a king who had to kill their own brother for kingship. And this is 100% true for living a proper, fulfilled life, which means when we are formulating our plans and goals, it's not just about, I'm going to be a millionaire and do whatever it takes to get there regardless of who I hurt or what I have to do. No. To ensure our character is wholesome, those choices we make in pursuit of our goals need to be of good volition, not evil or selfish underlying reasons. Our character knows whether our intentions are good or not. Evil or selfish goals and ambitions eat away at your character whether you realize it or not. And you'll still find yourself afraid of death no matter how successful you are. The only thing you have at that point is worldly, materialistic items that you're going to be scared to lose because that's the only thing you have left, meaning you still have not lived a good life. You don't know how to die well and happy. Your life is not truly fulfilled. 
no matter how materialistically successful you are. Once again, Seneca says life is never incomplete if it is an honorable one. It doesn't matter if we die now, tomorrow, in 50 years, after you've accomplished all your goals, or if you die in the middle of your goals. If our life is honorable, if your character and the way you have worked towards fulfilling your goals is honorable, your life is complete. As part of being a human, we need goals and growth daily. Seneca says if a man knows not to which port he sails, then no wind is favorable. We need goals and ambitions and a driving force about us. This isn't just hakuna ma tata, no regrets, no worries, no goals, no direction, but instead living an effective goal and growth oriented life in the proper ways and really focusing on all paradigms of our life. Seneca says, pure happiness is to understand our duties towards God and man, and I'd say to ourselves as part of that man, but to enjoy the present without anxious dependence upon the future, not to amuse ourselves with either hopes or fears, but to rest satisfied with what we have, which is adultly sufficient. Be goal-oriented, focus on growth and development, and make sure that every choice we have reflects that. And not every day is going to feel like a true victory. Not every day is going to feel perfect. You're going to have bad days. But these can be mitigated by our views of struggles and how we overcome them. If it was your last day on earth, and you knew it, not very much would keep you from making the best decisions in your final moments. To end this life favorably in your last moments, and to see what's important, and to be happy with what you've done, and to let the ones you love know that you love them, and to try to right wrongs and overcome regrets. That's how we should live all of our days. Every single day should be lived with that philosophy. And when times are hard, remember the fact is, we suffer more often in imagination than in reality, as Seneca says. And a gem cannot be polished without friction, nor a man perfected without trials. Just because you had trials that day does not mean it was a failed day. How you responded to those trials, however, and your viewpoint overcoming those trials and moving forward is what determined your success or failure in that day, in that life. And Seneca fully acknowledges that life is going to be suffering at times. But remember, if we live an honorable life, then we are living a good life. And to have honor means also to have courage. And Seneca says, sometimes, even to live is an act of courage. To have the ability to get up and fight, and to not let things hold you back when all is against you is bravery and courageous and leads to an honorable life. It is never too late. If you are alive, it is not too late. But life is urgent. There is urgency. Death is imminent. It is around every corner, every day. Do not delay your life. Seneca says, let us postpone nothing. Let us balance life's books each day. The one who puts the finishing touches on their life each day is never short of time. Every single day we should quote, balance our books and make sure that all decisions we've made align with our life, character, and honor. You should live a life so pure, disciplined, and courageous in which you regret nothing. Death does not discriminate, and it does not wait. It can happen at any moment, at any time. This should not be taken as morbid context. It is not discouraging or sad. It is motivation to live every day as potentially fulfilled as we can, and to teach us how to live our truly best lives in light of this. Are the decisions you made today becoming of your character and goals? What did you do with your final moments of this life? Because we should be living each day as its own life and hold that day accountable as if it were the last of our days. Because as Seneca says, the final hour when we cease to exist does not itself bring death. It merely of itself completes the death process. We reach death at that moment, but we have been a long time on the way. I'll leave you with one question that Seneca himself asks his readers. You want to live, but do you know how to live? You are scared of dying, but tell me. Is the kind of life you lead really any different to being dead?